Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bike Time. My name is Terry Toop. Today's show will be called Catch My Groove. Today's show is going to be a little different than the other ones. We're going to talk about the history of Yamaha guitars and its audio uh, devices and products that they have on the market. So we're going to talk about everything that ranges from their guitars. We're also going to talk about uh, some of the keyboard equipment that they have and uh, the saxophones are really, really prominent on the jazz scene. We'll get into that. And then we're going to talk about some of the wireless devices that they have on the market also. And uh, what else we're going to get into? Talk about football for the coming weekend. And uh, basically, that's it. So hopefully you'll come back and enjoy the show with us. And um, stick around and let's live your funk, ladies and gentlemen. Come back and we'll get the show started. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Live Your Funk. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've been saying every weekend, I've been using the same intro. Well, not every weekend, but that's my first intro song, and it's approaching two years of me being on the Podbean Network. And um, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bike Time once again. And today's show we call Catch My Groove. We're going to talk about Yamaha's uh, coming in. Well, not coming in. They've been around a long time. Uh, the guitars and other instruments they have that so many artists play and we'll get into that today we're gonna leave the uh we're gonna leave somewhat the of the uh the electronic uh computerized network alone today we'll still talk about it because it's, it's a part of our well-being for today so we're gonna talk about that we're gonna uh talk about a few other things but first and foremost ladies and gentlemen i need to send my deepest sympathy to the people of israel i'm it's such a tragedy that's going on in the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. It's horrific how they were killing people, killing children and all. And it's, it's a sad situation over there. That's been going on for years, but this was a surprise attack and no one knew. And so many, it was such an atrocity to hear. I don't know if, someone, if you've been listening to CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, and they were describing how guys were on gliders and just flying into Israel and just butchering babies adults and just it's really sad ladies and gentlemen that people have to live like this it's sad that here in america we have a domestic problem terrorism too but it's so sad but i'm with the people of israel and my deepest sympathy to all those loved ones that have family uh from abroad that are here in the united states so my deepest sympathy to all of you and i hope they're the ones that are hostages 
over there by Hamas. Hopefully, they will come to the sentence and release them so they can be with their families because it's, it's very, very uh, heartbreaking for the families over there. So my deepest sympathy, basically, to everybody out there, too, because uh, there were lives lost on both sides. So it's a hard situation, ladies and gentlemen, but very sad. Um, also, in um, entertainment business, Rudolph Isley um, died at the age of 84. Um, he was one of the background singers of the Isley Brothers. You know, I, I played the music. I'm going to play some of it today because we're going to dedicate this show to Mr. Rudolph Isley. Uh, he died at, eight, uh, at the age of 84 of a heart attack in Chicago on October 11th. Um, he was the second eldest of the, of the vocal group. Um, he played with, he sang with them for 30 years, ladies and gentlemen. Recently, he was in a legal battle with his brother Ronald over what name of the Isley should be. And it's sad that they couldn't get that, they couldn't get that situation resolved before he died. So, and he did write some songs. He did, uh, this little heart of mine, twist and shout, and he was inducted to the, uh, Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 19, 1992. Um, he was inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2022. So he had an influence in the music business, and some people didn't even know. I really didn't even know. I know who he was. Um, he stopped performing, and he was turned to Christianity for the past 30 years. And um, like I said, he passed away, and... Um, you sorely missed, but we're going to play some Isley Brothers songs, some music today on the way out. And uh, that's real sad. 84 years old, ladies and gentlemen. He lived a good life. He lived a good life. Okay. All right. So let's get things pumped up. Uh, and so last night, there was a football game between Colorado, Deion Sanders' team, and Stanford University, you know, the school of all the brainies. I looked at the score. At one time, and it was 29 to nothing. I said, okay, took it a win. I woke up in the middle of the night, and he was just winning by seven. I said, okay, they got it. Fourth quarter, no problem. I woke up this morning, ladies and gentlemen. They lost the game. You hear me? <laughs> they lost the game. How do you lose a game, ladies and gentlemen? You're up 29 nothing. You let them come back. You take your lead. And then you lose a, in two overtimes. Not one, but two. You should have learned your lesson earlier in the year when you play Colorado State. But no. You're about the glitz and glam, the, all the fancy watches and everything. But you know what? You need to get your head in there and pay attention. Because Stanford was 1-4. If you had won that game, Colorado, you would have been 5-2. and two. And you were getting a nice bowl game. Now you're going to be sweating bullets at four and three, and you still got the heart of your schedule to play. So that's my rant. So once again, doggone right, boo. You should never lost that game. Okay, anyway, so hopefully they'll learn that lesson. Uh, that's what else is going on. College football today, uh, It's we got a pockets of games on. I'm going to watch it. There's one game in particular I'm going to watch at 3.30. That one is the University of Washington versus Oregon Ducks. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be a really good game. That's, I think, it's an NBC, it's an ABC, ESPN game. Let me see. 
It's a ESPN game. So I'm gonna look that. I'm gonna look at that today. Um, it's gonna rain today, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain here in, in uh, Southern Maryland today. So it's gonna rain. So all I'm gonna do is sit back, get fat, and watch college football, and uh, try to enjoy myself. And what else is going on? Um, let's see. Let me see what time that game comes on today. I think that's a. Th- it is a three thirty game, ladies and gentlemen. So if you have nothing to do and you're on the East Coast like me and gonna know you're going to get wet, so you might as well stay in the house, watch some college football, get fat like me, uh, eat some chicken wings. Ladies and gentlemen, I got some. I had some chicken wings marinating with the jerk seasoning on it. They've been marinating since yesterday. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to bake them in the oven. And they're gonna come out so good. If you listen, I'm not trying to tell you, I'm, uh, you know, Emerald, any of them guys, those chefs on TV, I could cook a little bit, okay? The jerk wings, ladies and gentlemen, very simple. Just put a little seasoning on there, okay? Then get your jar of jerk seasoning, rub it on there, and make sure you wear some gloves. Don't use your hands, okay? Because you don't want that rub your eyes and burning your eyeballs out. Get some plastic gloves and put your jerk, take a spoon, drop the uh, jerk seasoning. Or you can put it in a bowl. Shake it up with a bowl. There you go. If you can't do that, put it in um in a clear bag like you put your uh, vegetables in your freezer freezer bag. And then have a plastic glove and just put your hand on there and just, just rub it all over. All of it. I'd put on chicken wings. Put on, put on chicken wings overnight. Then you, you had the option, like you could put it in the oven or I haven't done an air fry. I don't know what that tastes like, but I haven't done them on the grill and they taste so good, especially when you got the wood on there, wood chips on there, and you got this smoke flavor. Then you got the smoke of the, uh, the jerk seasoning coming through the chicken wings. Oh, they're so good. I got to stop talking about it. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop talking about it, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, so you try that. Because I already have some ready for today, uh, for the game today. I'm looking forward to watching college football, enjoying myself. And that's basically it. And let's see, what else we got? Okay, so we'll talk about, let's see, that Colorado, let's see where that game at. It's a 3.30 game, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just had it. Oh, it's a 3.30 game. It's an ESPN game, so... If you want to watch it, there it is. And then at 7.30 tonight, uh, Notre Dame plays USC at South Bend. <clears throat> USC doesn't have any defense, so we'll see what happens. Um, it'll be an interesting game. I think they'll be going up and down the field. Uh, I think Notre Dame could pull it out. I think Notre Dame could pull it out. All right. So there's a bunch of other games on today, but those are like the, the main ones that are on TV. Yes, it is. That's an ABC game. Oregon versus Washington. University of Washington. Beautiful area. If you get a chance, go check that out. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this show, we're going to talk about Yamaha. I don't know too many people know that besides making motorcycles and um, engines for boats and four-by-four-wheelers and all that stuff, Yamaha does a lot of musical instruments. Okay? And... You know how we hear about 
uh, guitars, you know, they all play the Fender, the Gibson, Ibanez, uh, who else? Uh, you name the guitar company. And it's like a who's who. Eric Clapton, Stevie Ray Vaughan, um, Robert Craig. You know, you know uh, guitars. You heard of them all. But did you know that Yamaha makes a makes a, a collection of damn good guitars? Not only the electric guitars, but they make extremely talent, extremely beautiful bass guitars. We'll get into that. So, so basically, it's it's uh, Yamaha got into this sixty years ago. Okay, so they're not late to the game, but they came in later than in, say Fender, Gibson, Ibanez. Um, all those the main guitar players you hear out there. So, uh, they started making them in Japan because that's where it's located. The headquarters is like, okay, that. and you know, the guitars are made for different genres. You could be rock, jazz, funk, soul, country. They have the guitar for you. And like I said, these guitars are played by some of the best musicians, guitarists in the world. So we're going to talk about, we'll start from the beginning. Okay, so Yamaha started in 66 with an FG-180 folk guitar. So basically, it's, they started out from the beginning. So we can't just go right out and say, bam, we got an electric guitar. No, people, we can't do that. Let's start from the bottom and progressively move our way up. Okay. Okay, um, so it was, it was called the FG-180 folk guitar, uh, which was developed by using proprietary design and engineered in-house. So these are people, engineers from Yamaha that developed this folk guitar. Excuse me, a little congested here. Um, and the guitar was loud, what, them, what they were saying, okay? And then the same year, they developed an SG-3 and SG-2. Now, I think Fender makes an SG guitar, if I'm correct. If I'm wrong, if there's anybody out there that's listening to guitars, let me know. But I think Fender makes an SG guitar, too. Let's see. I'm almost positive to do. Let's see. Yes, so Fender does make an SG guitar. Okay, so we'll get back. Okay, so I was right. Okay, I'm right on something. Um... Okay, so they developed a SG3 and a SG2. Now, you can see these uh, guitars. If you go on the website, it'll, it'll show you what they looked like back then, okay? Um, and this was done, uh, this guitar was used by a musician, by a guitarist by the name of Link Ray. Um, it was built with a custom design pickups bridge and a whammy bar. And, you know, 60s. You know that type, that type, you know Beach Boys, that type of thing. That's how they made it up for. Okay, and then there was a Spanish guitar maker. His name was Eduardo Ferrer, um, who studied under Antonio de Torres. Uh, they visited the Yamaha headquarters in Hamatsu, Japan. So they came out with a new acoustic guitar called the GC series. Um, and then they came out with a hollow body electric guitar. It was an SA-50 and SA-15. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anything about jazz, a lot of jazz musicians like the hollow body guitars. And, and uh, Yamaha is no different. 
they're, they're really made towards more of the jazz. Rock plays have them, you know, funk R&B, they have them also. But most of the market on the hollow body guitars are lean towards jazz guitars. Okay. Okay, then in the 70s, uh, the Yamaha came out with a six-string four guitar, the FG-1500, FG-2000, and a 12-string variant, 2500, arrived in 1971. So now they're progressively getting stronger with better-built folk guitars. Okay, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're saying, listen, we're working, we're working, we're working. So now we're going to come out with a new electric guitar, which was a 1974 SG-175. Um, and they remain very, very popular for a long time uh, in, the, in the music world. Okay. And the SG-175 was played at one time by Juan Carlos Santana. Yes, sir. The SG-175 was played by Carlos Santana. So remember that. Okay, and then also um, at the end of the 70s, um, it came out with an electric model that was an AE2000. Um, it gets a hollow body again. Hollow body. Okay. And then, um, you know, they were saying that it, it says right here, the instrument was embraced by many leading jazz guitars uh, of that era. So it's lukewarm tonality and remarkable specs that included a carved solid spruce top made uh, with uh, had a set maple neck and African blackwood bridge. Okay, so you're saying right here, they're catering to the jazz crowd, this particular guitar, okay? All of a sudden in the 80s, hey, I grew up in the 80s, okay? I graduated from high school in the 80s. Um, they want everybody wanted that digital funky sound, wham, 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 you know, flock of seagulls and you know, Depeche Mode. So, everybody was going to these guitars. So, so Yamaha came up with a SF 7000 electric guitar. Um, it, it was a funky one, you know, you could do all the tricks and bells and everything on it. Um, you name it, they could do that. Then, as time moved on, they came up with a new acoustic guitar. This one was the GC7071. Um, it's, it's played around the world by many, many classical, classical guitarists. <clears throat> now, when you know it's played around the world by, by professionals like that, you know the cost is going to be high. All right? So now that uh, Yamaha has established itself in the electric guitar world, um, they came up with a Pacifica series of guitars. So if you check them out, if you go to a guitar center, or if you're in New York, you go to Manny's or any of those places like that. I don't think Manny's is still around. Um, who's the other guitar store that used to be out? Uh, I can't think of all of it, but Manny's used to be a big one right there on 48th Street in Manhattan, between Broadway and 6th Avenue. Um, I don't think that they're there anymore. I don't think Manny's is there. But uh, you go to Guitar Center, um, any of the guitar stores in your wherever you live, you'll see the Pacifica series. They have different series of guitars in there, and they're rated some of the best. Electric guitars are rated some of the best. Also, they also make damn good bass guitars. And these I play 
by professionals, really good professionals. First person I'm going to talk about, you probably heard his music, Nathan East. You're like, who's Nathan East? Nathan East is a guitarist that has played Eric Clapton. You name the person, and he played in his own group, foreplay, jazz group. I got to see him play um, when he came to D.C. about six, seven, possibly eight years ago. Uh, they came down to the Carter Baron. They're, they're fantastic. And he has a special line of bass guitars um, that are on the market. And uh, they're not cheap. They run about $5,000 a piece. Um, let me see if I had that. But um, he plays... Um, I just had the information. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. Stand by. Let's see what we got here. Um, I don't have it, but he does play a signature model, and it's a five-string. The guitar, you could hear the bass really good and then sometimes it sounds like a synthesizer with that fifth string with the, with the, oh my god it sounds so good when i saw him play he is he he's phenomenal 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 I, I thought i had it here ladies and gentlemen but it's, i'm not showing it but uh when i looked at it yesterday it's his guitar um yeah about five five thousand dollars let me just look at real quick ladies and gentlemen stand by Stand by. We're going to get the bottom of this. Let's see. Okay, here we go. We'll get that information. We'll get that information. I'm not going to give you no incorrect information. Okay, so he plays uh, a Yamaha BBNE2 uh, five-string electric guitar. And yes, that's what he plays. And he is regarded one of the best in the world. And when I saw him play in DC, he, you could, the music, I mean, it's, it's just the pitching and everything he was playing. And it's five strings. Most bass guitars only play four, but he's, 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 he graduated from college uh, with a degree in music. And you could tell. He's a phenomenal. He's played Eric Clapton, Daft Punk, Joe Satriani, and his man and his group four play. Them, I think they broke up now. Um, because they lost one of their members to cancer. So um, but yeah, check him out. Nathan East. Or listen to you hear me play his music here. Uh, with Shaka Khan, Between the Sheets. That is an Isaac Brothers song too. But um, you can hear the bass line in there. It's so beautiful. Okay. The next person we'll talk about one of the uh, you've heard of him before, or you heard of his group? Some guy by the name of Michael Anthony from a group called Van Halen. You ever heard of them before? <laughs> I know you have. So he plays a Yamaha guitar also. Uh, Michael plays the uh, Yamaha BB3000MA. Um, the price on that guitar is $4,153. Now, these are specially made guitars for these particular musicians, okay? Um, Mike has played with Van Halen for a long time, and he's played with Sammy Hagar for a number of years. And um, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. I mean, especially making talks by Yamaha. Like I'm saying, these are good, especially making talks for these guys because they're very talented. Okay, all right. Now, if you want to dig into more information about that, 
you could go to Yamaha, um, the history of Yamaha guitars on their website, and it has all the artists that actually use their um their instruments. Okay, cool. All right, last but not least, we're gonna talk about this one guy, Mr. John Patitucci. Um, you know, he plays a lot of jazz studio musician, and he plays the what does he play? Oh, he plays a Yamaha TRB JP2 six string. And I don't have a price, but that's up there too, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. So he, I mean, and then John Lunny even um, played the the one that's um, Summer Hollow guitar, uh, a Country Jumbo CJ52. If you ever see it on, t- um, on this video, don't let me down. He plays on top of the roof. That's the guitar he's playing. Okay. Um, and we have a list of artists that played uh, Yamaha electric guitars from Bob Marley, Paul Simon, Frank Gambell. I heard of him. Uh, Liz Fair, Mick Jones, who is the leader, founder of Foreigner, uh, Brian Robertson, Al McKay of Earth, Wind & Fire, Andy Taylor, Duran Duran. So it's, this is just a number of guys that played these electric guitars they're very very good electric guitars like i said the status quo is fender gibson um but then you have yamaha yamaha's not a bad not bad guitar okay all right cool 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 now i was saying that yamaha does other things but you know <clears throat> besides the guitars and bass guitars they also now they're coming out well um wireless earbuds they came out they came out on the market on August 9th of 2022. Um, they're not rated very well. So that model number is the TW. E as in Ernie, seven Bravo. Um, this is what they're saying when they pushed it out last year. It comes with the uh, ANC and it has a listening optimizer built into the wireless earbuds. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it comes with advanced A and C. Now, that's, from what I saw in the reviews, they're not that good on the, the, the noise canceling. It's not their best as, I say, Sony, uh, Sennheiser, or any of those brand bowls. They're not that good, okay? So it comes um, ambient sound, Qualcomm. Now, Qualcomm does the, does the uh, does a lot of engineering for all of these companies, okay? Qualcomm does, they do phenomenal work. Anything that's small like that, okay? So they know how to build the drivers, uh, all that stuff, all right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so if you're interested in the uh, TWE7B, the price is $149.99. And the reviews from, this is what I got from CNET. Uh, full bass response, detail highs, customizable in-app EQ, water-resistant design. Uh, the cons is expensive. It's a very it's expensive. They're saying mediocre noise cancellation, and this is what the overall what they're saying about it. Um, the Yamaha TWE7B, true wireless earbuds with a rich bass with excellent um, balancing the highs, but we expect more effective noise canceling for the premium price. So what they're saying is they're not the best. Okay. All right. So we're going to clean this up a little bit. Um, also, Yamaha does portable keyboards. Um, 
some that cost six hundred, the three hundred beginning ones. Then the pro models are like fifteen hundred dollars. So they have expanded into various different um, instruments. They have even a clear guitar, ladies and gentlemen. You go on the website, you'll see it. Okay. Uh, also, I was telling you at the beginning of the show that they do a bang up job on the jazz on their saxophones. They're very expensive, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very expensive. Their job, their saxophones are very expensive, but they're some of the best in the world made, and that includes Selma. Um, who else? Khan. Any of those other premium? Selma's been around for a long time. They're a Belgium company. Um, but um, Selma is like the standard. Then you got Khan, Yamaha. But Yamaha is at this peak right here. They're rated one of the best made alto saxophones in the world. All right. Speaking for someone who has played saxophone for a long time, they are regarded as one of the best. The tonality on the Yamaha saxophone is very, very good. But you're going to pay for that. Like here's some of this high-end Selma saxophones. You're going to pay. But Yamaha, I think, is just a little bit more expensive. Selma, they'll sell more. Um, they do sell the high-end ones. But they also sell the low-end ones. Okay. So, Mini A-Bomb. Phenomenal jazz saxophone player. Phenomenal. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, she plays a soprano saxophone that models a YSS, 82Z and Zebra, and an 82ZR. And that's a custom Z soprano. So, soprano saxophones are expensive to begin with. Okay. It looks like a clarinet. Some of you that don't know, they almost look like a clarinet. But, uh, but they're made in the, uh, they're just custom uh, saxophones. All right. Um, they're going to run you $5,000. Okay. Then they have a, um, an alto, E flat alto. Uh, it's a YAZ82Z11 uh, or whatever. Um, that's going to run you almost five. That's $4,969. That's almost $5,000 for that. Okay. Um, Mr. Bobby Watson, he plays uh soprano saxophone and the alto. The soprano saxophone is fifty five hundred dollars, fifty five sixty nine, and his alto costs even more, and that runs about almost seven thousand dollars. So if you're in the, you know, these guys are professionals, okay, that are playing these uh instruments. So if you if you want the best, you got to pay for the best. So you want to say sell a million downloads in one day, you got to get you gotta spend something close so you make it sound good. But uh oh Ray, uh, thank you, Radio Palesque. Palescu, thank you for coming on. And uh and uh, yeah, so that's you know, I was like I said, I was although Radio Palesque just coming on. But um yeah, so I uh Yamaha's been around for a while and um They've been around for a long time, ladies and gentlemen, a long time, over 60 years, okay? And, you know, they make phenomenal guitars. You, they, and then their saxophones are really good, too. And yeah, they make really good, but that's, that's my And, uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, everyone's so used to the, the Fender, Gibson, Ibanez, uh, you name the guitar, 
and they're like, and you tell them Yamaha, oh no, they only make motorcycles. No, they don't, they do everything. I have a Yamaha um, surround sound system downstairs going on three years. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. But um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be our show for today. I just want to say thank you all for listening. I hope you stay dry. And because uh, it's going to rain here in Maryland, I don't know, Mr. Radio Podescu, I don't know what part of the country you're coming from, but I hope you stay dry today. It's going to be a miserable day here on the East Coast in Maryland. Um, I hope you enjoy your day. And we're going to end the show. Um, we're going to dedicate this show to Mr. Rudy Isley, who passed away. Paleska. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Paleska. Sounds good? Paleska. 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 Got you. Okay, so we're going to end this show, ladies and gentlemen. I said we're going to dedicate this show um, to Mr. Rudy Isley. We're going to end the show with an Isley Brothers song. And um sad that um, he passed away, but he was a vital part of that group. And we're going to end the show, ladies and gentlemen, with The Voyage to Atlantis. Once again, to Mr. Rudy uh, Isley, God rest your soul. And God rest to the people. In Israel, I hope everything works out. Please say prayers for everyone out there. God bless and good luck, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all. Take care. Once again, Voyage to Atlantis, the Isley Brothers. God bless everybody. Take care.
Oh, oh. 